Hello? Check? Alright, I'm not actually sure if this is recording, but I sure hope so. So, what is up, guys? Welcome back to my podcast, Love Your Neighbor. I'm Clarissa Janelle, and I'm so happy to have you guys back. I want to apologize for just not posting these last two weeks. It's been super hectic, but I am back today, and I'm super excited. So, today we're going to be talking about Venezuela. And I actually wanted to talk about this earlier this month, but... um. I just got some more information on it um, through my economics class, and I think this is super important. Now that I have more knowledge on the economic side of it, I think I can talk about it better. So let's hop in. So basically, Venezuela is under this regime, and they've been under this regime for 20 years over this president. And um, I just don't want to say any names, but um, people are just having a really hard time finding basic foods and needs, and they don't have the proper or clean, any proper or clean elections. Um, so this person keeps winning and winning um, the presidency, which has led to the 20 years of regime. And under his under his presidency there's been no medicine that's easily accessible in other countries like Advil and um just like easy things that we are able to get and there's this huge trash crisis as of 2017 and these are just some of the big things that the news has covered um but it's a really big problem and I just started learning um some things about economics because I'm taking that class and just being able to read um the data of Venezuela's um, economy is crazy because it's so like the health of the economy is so bad it's like very very low and the fact that they're not doing anything to try to make it better obviously the people are trying but the fact that government isn't really doing much to try to bring its health back up is is incredible Um, there's food shortages and super inflation and salaries are just not enough and food rationings that the government pass out are, are not enough to help families um, stay alive or just even live. And there's people that have to wait in line for hours just to get a little bit of food. So the government like provides food, right? And everyone has to line up in this huge long line. And sometimes the food runs out and there's just food shortages. And people are going hungry. And some people have to go days without eating, others weeks. And it's, it's crazy. And these days, people are just too hungry, too tired, or even just too sick to protest against this. And some people are even forced to eat out of the trash because there's just nowhere else to get food. And there's a quote that I read from ABC News, and they say, starvation doesn't discriminate. Um, and they were talking about the Venezuela crisis, and that's so scary that, that, that that's true. Starvation doesn't discriminate, that this is something that everybody in that country is going through, and this is a... Uh, a united thing and and they can't do anything to change it and as of 2016 um this is like um a story that i read um covered up by abc news as well um it's about a teacher in venezuela and she had to sell her car and hitchhike with her husband and her two children to work she was a teacher and um she had seen some of her students pass out due to the lack of food and this was again 2016 um and children were just too exhausted to even wake up in the mornings and a lot of these kids had to wait in these long lines to get the food that the government was providing and again some just didn't 
get any food so they were tired they were hungry and they had wasted their time and they still had to go to school and a lot of them weren't learning a lot of them were exhausted they just couldn't do it and um it was really hard and the teacher also struggled financially and with food in her family um she sometimes had to go to bed without any without any food because she would give her meal to her husband and her son and they rotate like her husband and her so one night she'd go without food the other day her husband would go out without food that way the her son her sons could always eat and that's what a lot of parents had to do this isn't just a unique case this is this is pretty normal um, to hear about. And in 2018, um, she couldn't afford the same foods she used to be able to in 2016 because inflation kept going up. And it's been going up. It's not going any lower. It's not like anything's actually improving. And again, she was a teacher, but then she had to get another job, another full-time job, just to be able to buy half of what she was able to buy in 2016. That's a crazy and as of 2018, inflation rose up to 1.3 million percent. That's insane. So usually it doesn't go up that, that high. It goes up like a percent a year, maybe. Um, but 1.3 million percent, like inflation is skyrocketing here. And food itself is often the best form of payment. This teacher said um, when she was offered to get paid, and a lot of people are given this um, option. You can get paid with money or you can get um, paid with five kilos of sugar. And most of the people opt for the sugar because money really just doesn't even have a worth anymore. There's just so, many, so much money going around, but there's not enough to pay for things. So people prefer to get food because you don't know when you're going to get that again. And professionals, again, like the teacher who have studied and worked to get this middle life class has lost everything. They've lost everything and now they're like this low-income family, not being able to afford the simplest of things. Now, can we imagine people who were low-income starting off, who didn't have this education? Like, where are they now? And what is the government doing to help them? Like, it, to help anybody. Again, like, hunger doesn't discriminate. This, this is something everybody there is going through. And this teacher, there's a quote, and she says, Aquí no hay futuro. And that means there is no future. And that's so scary to say that because you grow up in a country and you love it and you want to love it and I'm sure so many of these people want to but they can't because there's no future there what are they going to do in a country with no future so many of these people have children what are their children supposed to do how are they supposed to raise their children feed them it's a hard situation for a lot of parents and just anybody living there and this quote from BBC News that say food is a luxury for many Venezuelans. A luxury. When we think of luxuries, we're probably thinking like clothes, designer purse, um, designer shoes, a car, I don't know, something like that. But they're thinking food. This is like the basic. It's, it's crazy. And politicians that are out against the government are receiving death threats for speaking out. And this is why nothing's changing because people are trying to change. The government are trying to change the situation are getting death threats and actually a lot of people have died through this and because of this there's really no trust towards the government and 5,000 people left the country as of 2016 that's in one year obviously that number has probably gone up um i couldn't find any new statistics 
but that was as of 2016. That was the first kind of year of um, inflation and where people were leaving. And the United Nations investigators implicated that President Nicolas Maduro, who is the president of Venezuela, um, and other high-ranking officials are a part of the systematic human rights abuse amounted to crimes against humanity. And this includes the killings, tortures, and sexual violence of more than 120 protesters. Because these people are protesting against what's happening in their country and want to see a difference, but these high-ranking officials and the president are sending these death threats and actually killing at least, like the, the least, um, as of 2016, 120 people. And they've also had alleged violations, including the killing of 36 protesters, as well as the torture in detentions, including beatings and humiliation, sexual and gender-based violence, and mock executions. And highlighting the work of the operations for People's Liberation, this is OLP, which was established to fight crime, and it's a UN-appointed um, investigation, um, reviewed 104... Oh, that was horrible. Um, and work done by UN-appointed experts investigated that 413 people are being killed and sometimes shot at point-blank. And leaders are denying that there's even a crisis occurring in their country. And this is all the information I could find, and I read, and I read, and there's, this is what I found. And I've been trying to talk to people from Venezuela, but obviously I don't know many of them, and a lot of people don't live there that I know. I just said that. But I really tried to look, and this is all the information I could find. And I really hope this just inspires you to just to at least pray for them. This is a really, really hard situation to be in as a whole country, and there's really no hope. Um, so what can you do? Like always, I suggest you write to a government official. You've got mayors. You've got um, people in the Senate. We've got people in the parliament. Um, just write or just bring attention to it. Post it on all your social medias. Um, talk to people. Try to find um, people that you can talk to about this. If you have family or friends or know anybody from Venezuela, talk to them. I'm sure they know something. You can learn more about this. Um, and also just try to support people. Like um, like there's this guy named um, Osito Lima. He's on TikTok. And what he does, he lives in Peru. And um, he gives food and money and like clothing to people in Venezuela. And like if you check out his videos, they're super, um, super, super cool. They're in Spanish, but I'm sure you guys just watching them, you'll be able to understand what's happening. And um, just an example of one of his videos, he goes out in the streets and he sees this um, older lady and she's sitting and it's freezing and it's at nighttime and he takes off his sweatshirt. It's a nice sweatshirt too. It's not like just a hoodie. It's like a nice jacket. He takes it off and gives it to her and also gives her some money. And he does this with a lot of people. He'll buy them meals and then buy them extra food so they can take home with their children. And most of these people are coming from Venezuela because again they have no future in their country and they're searching for refuge and a place where they can be safe and find hope so supporting people like them just by following by commenting by sharing those videos and just bringing awareness I'm sure that can do wonders and also support organizations that are um, seeking out to help Venezuela not the government but the people and obviously pray for them and that's what we're going to do right now we're going to pray for them and just oh 
that God will do something in that country. And for the people who are suffering and those who have family in Venezuela and know that this is that this is happening, it must be really hard to be on this other side and not being able to do anything. So we'll be praying. Um, yeah, we'll pray right now. Dear Holy Father, thank you for today and just thank you for... Um, just thank you for another day and that we have so much. We are so privileged um, to live in a nice country. Um, I live in the United States and I'm so grateful for all the opportunities I have and just how how blessed we are. And God, I pray for Venezuela. I pray for the government that you will be in there, that you will give them wisdoms, that you will change their ways so the people will stop suffering. And I pray for those people and God, that you will give them the strength, that you will provide for them. This is a dark valley they're walking through, but I know they're not walking through it alone, God, because you are with them. So I pray that you will just continue to be with them, strengthen them, and provide for them. Provide whatever it is they need, whether it's comfort, whether it's food, whether it's clothing, whatever it is, God, I pray that you will be with them. I pray for families or people here in the United States that have families um, in Venezuela, and I pray for comfort, that you also consult them and that you can help them. Um, just help them financially so that they can be able to help their families in Venezuela as well. Um, and God, just again, that your will may be done. Pray for the person who's listening to this and that you will be with them, fill them with peace and just be with them, and protect them. And I pray this all in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I really appreciate that you guys are still hopping on this. I'm going to leave a bunch of links um, in the description so you guys can check those out. Um, also check out the podcast twitter i usually post things there just about like world news or if i'm posting a podcast or not posting i mean uploading but yeah thank you so much for listening i really hope this sparked something um again check out twitter you guys can dm me there and give me ideas on what else to talk about or if there's anything i should be aware of please feedback is awesome and yes god bless you guys have an amazing week bye guys